everyone. You are listening to your Wellness Marketer podcast. And in this episode, we are going to be exploring what kind of content you should be creating. So there is blogging, there is video, and there's podcasting. And so it's really important that you choose what is best for you to make sure that you're being consistent and you are doing something that actually fits in with your lifestyle so that you can continue to do it and do it effectively. So when I first started your wellness marketer, I actually started blogging. And blogging was something that I did for other clients. I did it in the corporate world. Um, I've had many blogs actually um, over the years. And blogging is what I thought was my thing. And uh, you might have heard me talk about it before, but when I started blogging for your wellness marketer, I was not very consistent. And for whatever reason, it took me so much longer And it just really wasn't working out. Um, And I thought that was odd because um, in the past, like I said, blogging was my thing. So I wasn't expecting that. But for whatever reason, whenever um, I'm teaching and not just blogging about my my past blogs were mostly about um, food in the past or about my experiences. And it was kind of just very different content. And it wasn't until I started podcasting that I have been 100% consistent since the day I started. And I've never, um, ever missed an episode. So that is when I realized that podcasting really was my thing. But It wasn't my thing in a way where I was actually good at it because I wasn't and I'm still working on always just being a better communicator verbally, Um, but it was something that I was able to do and it was, um, it fit in with my lifestyle enough to stay consistent with. And so I... I always taught before um, with my clients, we always explored what was right for them. And when I experienced it for myself, the difference in my business, whenever I found something that I could be more consistent with, something that really worked out for me, I became even more passionate about helping people find that that type of content creation that really works for them. Because I hear complaints about being consistent Often It happens all the time and it's a huge concern and it is obviously a huge problem in building an online business. So whenever you choose something or you find that content creation that really works and you start to stick with it, you start to see really big results. So this is really important and, you know, it's just important to find what works for you. And you want to find something that's highly effective, but also something you can keep up with forever. So if you, um, in this episode, we're going to explore quite a few things. At the end of the episode, if you want, I do have a free quiz that is um, where you will answer questions and you'll find out which type of content creation is right for you. So listen to this episode, get some tips, and we're going to talk about um, some obstacles with voice and video and how to overcome those. We're going to talk about reflecting on what you're currently doing and um, how to tell if what you're doing right now is the right content for you. And we'll also go into some benefits of voice and video and what your next steps will be to finding what is right for you. So let's take a look at whether what you're doing right now is working for you. So some questions you want to ask yourself 
is have you ever missed more than one week? Um, I always recommend doing weekly content. So if that's your schedule, um, have you ever missed more than one week? If you're missing quite a bit, it might not be um, the right content creation for you. Also, do you ever enjoy it or look forward to it? If it's something that you dread and it feels like a huge chore, I mean, you're not always going to be super excited about creating content. Um, There's going to be times where, you know, you're just really busy, but it is something that you have to do. But if it feels like that often, that it's just this big chore, um, then that's a sign that it, you might want to try something different. All of these ways of creating content works. Um, It has been shown and proven over and over. There are very successful bloggers out there. There's very successful podcasters and YouTubers. It doesn't matter which type that you choose. And I know that there are certain trends going on. And those are important to take a look at. But um, really, you can still be very successful blogging, even though people are saying that Uh, that content is moving towards voice and video. It is true, but you can still be very successful blogging. And I don't know why I'm so stuttery today. Forgive me. So the second thing is, is anything stopping you from trying video or podcasting? Um, There are obstacles to doing video or podcasting, but if blogging is right for you, then I think that obviously that's what you should be doing. But if you feel like if you're gravitating towards blogging because of these specific obstacles, I want to talk about overcoming them just in case, you know, podcasting or video is right for you. So some obstacles that people have are that you don't have a budget for the equipment. It does require some equipment, or it can. Um, You don't have a quiet space right now or access to a quiet space on an at least weekly basis. Um, The third common obstacle is that you're afraid. A lot of people really don't like the idea of podcasting or video, and I can absolutely relate to that. Um, And then the last one that I see commonly is that you're not tech savvy because, yes, um, podcasting and creating videos does create or does um, entail more uh, tech than blogging. So if any of these obstacles um, sounds like you or something that you are currently feeling right now when you think about doing video or podcasting, I want us to talk about overcoming those obstacles. So um, if you are short on time and you feel like you can blog faster than creating um, a video or a podcast, which I, I mean, I feel like it's unlikely only because for blogging, you do kind of have to um, create content that is a bit lengthy if you are wanting to um, get the SEO benefits. And I can't imagine it just because I take longer writing, but it might be possible for you, Um, especially if tech isn't really your thing. It could be very time consuming when you go into editing your podcast and video. One option is to outsource 
the editing portion or the tech part of it. Because most of the time, you just need your voice or you to be on video. The rest of it can actually be outsourced because the content part is finished at that point. So you can get a virtual assistant to do that part or um, a freelancer that just weekly goes in, edits your things for you. Um, So that is an option if time is your only concern. The other obstacle of having a quiet space, um, this is a tough one because whenever you're doing recording, it does have to be quiet. Um, Actually, while I was recording this, my heater just kicked on and I went and I had to turn it off because it has to be very quiet. Um, One option, if this is an option for you, other than renting out a space or doing a co-working space where you can rent out like a Skype room or something, if that's not an option, I have heard of people recording podcasts in their car, in their garage, in the early mornings or late evenings. So if you have a very noisy house, maybe this is an option for you. You might not be able to do video. I mean, you could, but if you want it to be a bit more professional, it's probably not the best place to do video. But you might be able to pull off some podcasting in your garage uh, or in your car. So if budget is an obstacle for you, One thing um, I will have to say for doing at least podcasting, you can actually start with your um, iPhone headphones and you can use free software to edit. For video, you can also use your iPhone as well. I mean, you can start out very, very simple. You don't have to buy this big fancy microphone or this big fancy camera um, to get started. If your content is really good, that is what is going to be more noticeable. So there are ways around budget. Um, Talking about tech savvy, if you feel like you are just very technically challenged and that's a struggle for you, you can, of course, learn it or you can also outsource again. You can get a virtual assistant that specializes in that or is more techie or you can get a freelancer to outsource the tech part of podcasting or creating video. For the last obstacle of um, having fear, I can completely relate to this because getting in front of a camera or getting behind a microphone is definitely not naturally in my comfort zone. Now I'm very comfortable with being behind the microphone and a little bit more comfortable with video. And I've, I do Facebook Lives every now and then. And so um, I'm a bit more comfortable than I used to be. But definitely in the beginning, I was terrified. And even in my earlier episodes, I was pretty nervous and listening to them now just make me cringe because it took me a while to get really used to it. So if it is something that makes you very nervous and the thought of it is very nerve wracking, I highly recommend just trying it and just continuing to practice it and just keep moving forward. Even if you think that you sound like a nervous wreck or Um, you look awkward or whatever the case may be, whatever you feel like is happening, I highly recommend just pushing through because um, doing so, you start to gain more confidence and then you just have more options. Uh, And, you know, if you are launching something ever, um, you're more than likely probably going to have to get on video. I don't see it going away. 
Um, doing Facebook Lives, doing video, it doesn't have to be your main source of content creation, but while you are launching something or um, you're doing a promotion for something, getting on video is probably something that you're going to have to do at some point. So working on getting past that fear is definitely worth it, and the only way to do it is to practice it and just continue doing it. So those are the obstacles. Now let's briefly go over the benefits of voice and video. Um, And as a disclaimer, I'm not trying to push people towards voice or video necessarily. I just think that there are obstacles that prevent people from trying it out when it actually could be something that is that works better for them than blogging or writing. And when we can find ways to overcome it, we just open more doors for us so that we have more options. Because I know some clients, they are completely not open to the idea of doing video or voice. And so I just want to talk about the obstacles and the benefits so that you can make sure that those doors are at least open for you and their options. So for the benefits of it, um, doing voice or video, it does create a more instant connection with your audience. When they can hear your voice, they can get a sense of your personality. When you're on video, they can see you, they can see how you talk, how you move, how you are, and just get a better idea of who you are and create that instant connection. So you build that relationship a lot quicker. Um, Another reason or another benefit is uh, it is following a trend. Um, There is a trend of content consumption going towards audio and uh, video. Content creation has been moving towards video for quite some time, and now it's also heavily moving towards voice. So it ha- it is trending that direction. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to do those things, but it is beneficial because... Obviously, if the trend is going that way, there's going to be a day where um, people might not read as much and they might prefer to save some time and maybe multitask, listen to something while they're doing the dishes. Um, I don't think that there's going to be a day where no one ever reads. I mean, as uh, another content uh, consumer that you are, you probably know that there are some benefits to reading something rather than listening to it. Some things might be easier for people to consume visually, but it is a trend. Um, Another benefit is it does make you a better communicator. The more that you are speaking, whether it's on video or on your podcast, it does help you um, be able to communicate things uh, better. Um, So I think that it helps you practice something that's really, really important. And it also, um, for video, it makes you a better at video marketing, which if you're like, again, if you're launching something, you're going to have to use video at some point. So practicing video is a huge benefit. And if you are great at video or being on a podcast and you do like, let's say an interview or you are doing a webinar or something, and whenever you are really good at those things and you have those skills, you will be able to become more successful in your online business. There's just no doubt about it, they are fantastic skills to have. So those are the benefits. Um, 
I do want to say, I want to point out again, not to worry too much about the trends because if it takes you way too long to do video or podcasting or you don't have the budget to outsource and you don't have the time to spend on it or whatever the case may be for you, if it is something that you aren't going to be able to be consistent with, whatever you can stay consistent with is going to be most important Um, because obviously if you're not consistent, whether you are on video or podcasting, it really doesn't matter. You have to be consistent first and foremost. So it must work for you. It must fit in your lifestyle. And ideally, you will really enjoy it. So your next steps after this, taking all of this into consideration, hopefully your mind is open to all of the possibilities of which kind of content you should be creating. So hopefully you're more open to the idea of doing video or podcasting if you weren't open to it before. So your next steps is to take the quiz. The quiz is at yourwellnessmarketer.com slash content quiz. At the end of the quiz, whenever you get your results, I also give you a checklist to get you started in whichever one you tested for. So if you got um, podcasting, you will get a checklist of everything that you will need to get started in podcasting. So definitely check out the quiz, yourwellnessmarketer.com slash content quiz. Find out which content creation is best for you and get started on being consistent this year and creating a plan that you can actually keep up with and trying something new if what you're currently doing isn't working out for you, if you're not being consistent, if it's not being effective, definitely see if maybe you can try something else and see if it fits better for you. I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you did, please leave me a review and I hope you guys have an amazing day.